I'm Casey. And I'm Olivia. And today we are talking about a new mission statement for the collective of the Jackson Network. That is Jackson Cloud, 1208 Greenwood Church, 1208-Bit Nerd Church. Um, these are all part of the same kind of church looking for different ways to reach out to different people. So our, our um, mission statement in other words, like how do we pull off our vision is the mission statement is we create different churches to reach different kinds of people. So this online church was to reach a different kind of people, just like nerd church and then dinner church. They all reach different groups, you know. Um, but then our vision statement, which we just changed recently, is in Jackson as it is in heaven. Uh, and the reason we say that is, I don't know, I just find the more and more I look at the Bible, the more crucial this is to the entire mission statement of why humans exist and what we're doing, why we're here, why we're on this planet, so on and so forth. So before we get to that, we recently preached on the Beatitudes. How would you view, based on everything we've talked about, how do you view the Beatitudes fitting into this idea of in Jackson as it is in heaven? Or as the Lord's Prayer more generally would go, uh, you know, on earth as it is in heaven? Um. I mean, just doing our best to live out those Beatitudes as we said them in the last few episodes. <laughs> the fair generic answer. Anybody want to be more descriptive? <laughs> well, I mean, try, I would say trying to not only live up to that example yourself, but also try to lead others to also follow that example. So, I mean... It would not only be trying to change your behavior, but trying to encourage others to change their behavior as well. Yeah. Um, I Although mean, not with force, but with the caring. Gentleness and meekness. And right. The Beatitudes. Right. Yeah, I think, uh, and I think I've said this before, but a lot of times I like to call the Beatitudes like the politics of heaven, or really just the whole Sermon on the Mount, the politics of heaven. In other words, like, what does... If you were to think of heaven as a country and Jesus says it's president or king and it's got its own government, if you will. Yes. Sorry, heaven is a country. What are the other countries if it's heaven? No, it's the only one. What you talking about? You said if you think of heaven as a country. Yeah. So there's only just one country on the entire globe? Yeah, eventually. You know All what right. that is called? Eschatological. <laughs> nope, that's it. I'm done. All right, now we're gonna have a real conversation. No, uh, so yeah, um, so the way that I often like phrase it is like we're aware of America as a country. We live in the United States. We have a president. We have a government. We have politics. We have rules. We have policies. So on and so forth. When Jesus came, he was coming as a king. He was coming with a country where he is the king, and that place is heaven. And that country is literally invading the earth and being installed more and more until it comes in fullness in the end, little by little. And so the ways in which you would be installing heaven into the territories around you, or Jackson in this case, would be by living out its policies and politics as Jesus would dictate. So, if we are being meek and humble and, you know, doing all these things that we've gone over all these weeks, 
we will find that those aren't just little like, oh, did a good thing for someone. No, it's like walking into a world of darkness and light bursting out of us, watching heaven show up everywhere we go as it overtakes territory that the kingdom of darkness is in. Is that? I mean, I get that part. Yeah. The part that was just, that was just really hard for me to, 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 to stomach, I guess, or to digest is the idea of just, um, yeah, if you try to make heaven a country, like, that's just, it doesn't compute with the word country to me. Well, you're thinking of what it, so I think in your mind you're seeing it in the light of, like, how people already treat America, like, we're God's country. Right. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying imagine heaven is a different country that is trying to invade the entire earth right now. And that See, we, I feel like you got to say something different than country. If you made it like Mars was invading, so it would be like another world invading, then it would make more sense, which is weird to me. But Well, you got to think of it in the way that Jesus talked about it. I mean, he was a king of the Jews. He was a king of this heavenly place. He was given power and authority, and he's coming to take the world, and he sent his disciples to start taking space for heaven already. So, like... This is all the more reason the world is going to hate you, as Jesus says over and over again. It's because you're, in many ways, you're invaders. But you're not like a kind of bad or sinful invader because the Beatitudes have shown us, like, we invade humbly, gently, kindly, lovingly, and we start to shape the world around us to look like heaven. We're cultivating heaven now. So so country from like a, when I say think of heaven as country, I'm thinking in, like, the ways that Jesus was painting it. It's not a place you go and you die. It's a place where he is king, and we are citizens of that place, the Bible says. Therefore, we're ambassadors to this world between heaven and the earthly realm. You need me to use the word realm? Is that easier? I mean... The heavenly realm and the worldly realm? I mean, it was just... I don't know. I don't like. I don't like thinking of that language today because the, like, if you try to use that language with those um, connotations that it carries versus the connotations that words carry today, there's a. Yeah. It's non congruent. Yes, and that's part of the reason I like it. <laughs> so I get it. Like, if we use the word invasion. We have a lot of sinful things that come to our mind of people like, you know, us invading the Native Americans and taking their land, colonization, things like that. But part of the reason that I like the incongruence or if that's the right word to use is we've now learned how heaven does all that. That's part of what the Beatitudes have been like. So like you gain land by being meek. So it still is like in a sense... It's got this invasion, colonization idea to it, but the way the world does it is so incongruent with the way that the country of heaven does it that it just like slaps in the face of what what it would even look like. But I get it. There's too much baggage on some of these words. You're thinking in a very different... You're bringing all the baggage into these words. Right. Yeah. Whereas I'm trying to speak in 
literal terms of heaven trying to come down to earth. So, I'm just I'm assuming the audience would sure potentially be bringing sure. in that baggage too. So. so, like, yeah, I mean, to some extent, you have to think of what would these words mean if Jesus was behind them, and if you see a Jesus who runs in and is murdering people and taking their land and all that stuff, then you're not looking at the beatitudal Jesus. You're looking at American Jesus or some other form of Jesus. But beatitudal Jesus is one who dies for... <laughs> one so who, beetle Jesus? Beetle Jesus? No. <laughs> no. Beatitudal Jesus is one who's like going to die for his enemies and in doing so gains power. One who is going to wash his disciples' feet and in doing so is creating citizens of heaven and honoring them and bringing them up to them, to their level. One who has all the power in the world but sets it aside in order to subject himself to the love of others. Like these are examples of when the heavenly country and citizens of heaven operate as their king tells them to operate you might have those words, but all the baggage is missing because this is this is the way that these things should happen. Is with love, peace, patience, kindness, so on. So, oh, whenever you cross your arms, you you say something, and you stare at the camera, and you say something. I just thought it was coming; it didn't come. I don't know. I just I I, I just don't know what more to add than. What we've already... I don't want to reiterate everything that's already been said. Well, then, do you hear it the same way that Casey's hearing it? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'll stand alone. No, no, no. It, so it's a good point. So I wrote an article for Relevant recently. And when I wrote this article, it was about aliens. <laughs> Aliens. Big shocker, Jamin's look the alien there was guy. A, there was an article that came out recently about aliens and the government or something. So I was like, people are wondering, you know, what if they were found? I wrote a whole book on this subject before, so I was like, I'll just put a condensed version for relevant. Sent it to them. They put it on their webpage, and one of the words I used in this article was um, "has got the logic." Heaven is colonizing the earth, which is a word with baggage, right? So one of the comments that somebody had on Facebook was, wow, this author's super out of touch with, like, the world. Who uses that word anymore after, you know, I'm like, okay, like, I, I get it, because they heard it as you did, mm -hmm. the baggage. But I'm talking about heaven colonizing an earth, which looks is, completely it different. looks completely different. It looks like the Beatitudes, right? And so, like, I, I understand where it got lost in his translation just like it did for you. But that's, that's part of the beauty of, of heaven's invasion and colonization or whatever word you want to use. The baggage is not there. And if there is baggage, it's really on the Christian's part how little they will become and how persecuted or martyred they might get trying to live out heaven's policies and politics versus earthly policies and politics. What, in your opinion, would be practical steps 
to move us forward in the heaven invasion. I don't like it when you use the word invade. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I just used your word like. <laughs> That's yeah. it. I've got. <laughs> so is a is a good question. I think it's just in everything we do. I mean, like, you start an orphanage, you just knocked out some darkness, right? You you replaced it with light. You gave lots of children a chance to uh, find hope and be taken care of. Um, and that's a beautiful thing. We have a homeless shelter. That's a place where people who are feeling the weight of a lot of darkness and difficulty can go and hopefully find some light. Uh, there's other initiatives across Jackson starting up that have tried to offer people hope and healing and health in the midst of difficulties. Maisha went and planted a recovery church. Um, so there's, there's in some senses like you guys, you both work at a nonprofit. Well, is that the word? Yeah. Okay, nonprofit fair trade shop, right? You are intentional about this because it's missionary work. Not only does the work that you do bring an income to serve missionaries around the world, but it gives people jobs who need jobs by making the items that go into your shop, and it gives all different other kinds of ministries a chance to to come and and. Uh, be able to sell products that then go back to reinforce their ministries and people are getting out of human trafficking so on and so forth so what you guys do is like the perfect example of of bringing heaven to earth you've colonized a little corner in the midst of jackson with a little bit of light and when people go to marketplace mana dot com uh you can <laughs> not sponsored but okay <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you go to like marketplace mana like you are it's built in such a way that even if you're doing something like buying something, which can be a neutral, evil, or good action, like it defaults to good, right? It's taking care of, of people around. So like, that's an example. But it's also like just the things that we do every day. Does it match with the fruit of the spirit? Is it love, joy, peace, patience? You know, are you raising your children well? Are you spending your time well? Did you give someone a ride when you didn't want to? Someone needed help, someone needed money, someone needed A, B, C, D. All of those things are ways to bring heaven to earth. And if we are intentional about that, then we are literally doing like the reason we exist in the first place. This is why I think the Bible says that faith without action is dead. Like <laughs> if you believe Jesus is your savior and you said the sinner's prayer, and like that's it, there's no action attached to it, then you've only like that's not faith because faith is going to bring heaven to earth and change the world so if your faith doesn't actually impact the world around you in any way shape or form the bible authors have to question like do you actually have faith because you're not on mission with the rest of what the church has been called to do right i don't know people just treat the sinner's prayer as though it's like a magical incantation a lot of times where it's like okay said the words wizardry's happened i'm now like like that's just the end of faith right there. Whereas faith implies mission to bring heaven to earth. So that should be there as well. No, I agree with that. A lot of times my dad used to always say, um, you know, that if our, if our ultimate goal was just to get people saved, well then once they said the sinner's prayer, we, didn't, we wouldn't have to do any more work. It would be done, that's it, we can go home, have fun. But 
because there's more work after that, that that's, that's only the first step. That's not the end goal. Yeah. Jesus, I don't think, was just trying to get people passports to heaven, to his country, right? He was also... I think those would be visas at that point. Jesus wasn't just trying to get people visas to heaven. It's actually a really good um, <laughs> allegory, and you should continue it. Ah, so he wasn't just trying to get people visas to heaven. He was trying to like, hey, you're a citizen. Here's the politics. I'm the king. You're a citizen here. And the Bible also calls you like ambassadors. Like now you go back to earth in a sense, like you've been baptized in heaven. And when you come back out, here you are on the earth and you have to now make a difference with what's here as we wait for the fullness of of heaven to finish its positive beatitudal invasion colonization. <laughs> so anyways, uh, it's just trying to get us to think of heaven as something more than a place when we, we go when we die. It's about getting it to understand it's already here right now. And it comes with more force when we allow it to. And if our faith is nothing more than a visa, it won't come here, we'll go there. So we miss half or the intention of everything, really. So with that, we're gonna talk a little bit more. Why is bringing heaven to earth the full vision of the Bible? We'll talk about that on Wednesday. Until then, Olivia will tell you what to do. You can join us on the Discord and continue this conversation. You can like the video or leave a comment down below. You could subscribe, hit that little bell, get some notifications. Did I miss anything? And also share. Tell your friends. That'd be cool too. You can go and tell everybody. That's a song, right? You can tell everybody. Yeah, it is. How's it end? <laughs>